Hello there and welcome to the podcast. It's John Markar here and I thought I'd just jump in with a very quick but very important message that I wanted to share with you before you delve into this episode of the Driven Chat podcast. This podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now come to an end. But don't worry, I'm not going to stop you from listening to this episode or from catching up with the 185 episodes that we've recorded in this format. I just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for our new episodes recorded after December 2023, then you'll need to seek out our new podcast, The Driven Podcast. You can find The Driven Podcast in all the usual podcast platforms, including, chances are, the one that you're listening to this one on right now. So please do enjoy this episode, share it with a friend by all means. But when it's done, don't forget to search for the new podcast, The Driven Podcast, and subscribe to the new format to hear the new stuff. To make life easy, head on over to the Driven website via driven.site. There you will find links through to the new podcast, including links to your preferred podcast platform. And hey, whilst you're there, why not check out everything else we do, including hand-picked automotive news stories, car and bike reviews, video features, and even more. For now, though, I'll let you enjoy this episode. And I will remind you again at the end of the episode, but for the future reference, this message is approximately 1 minute and 30 seconds long. That's six clicks on the 15-second skip button. Enjoy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Well, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Driven Chat Podcast. My name is John Marker. I am one of your three usual hosts alongside Amy Shaw and Andy Jay. And today, all three of us come to you with an amazing guest that we met at the recent Sleeping With Art event, a celebration of automotive art at a lovely manor house in Hereford. More on that very, very shortly. But for now, let's focus on the guest in hand. We are talking to Camilo Rios, who is otherwise known as Rio Cam. And what I'm going to do is, as a suggestion for this week's episode, now I am aware this only really works if you have the ability to do so. So if you're driving along in the car, don't do this. But if you happen to be listening from at home or if you're out and about on a walk or if you're somewhere where you're able to have your phone in your hand and you're an Instagram user, what I'm going to recommend you do right now is log on to Instagram and do a quick search for RioCam. I want you to look at some of his images whilst we are talking to him. Really nice, easy account to follow. It is R-I-O-C-A-M. Rio Cam, R-I-O-C-A-M. Log on to Instagram and have a look at some of the work that Rio Cam does because it is phenomenal. Rio Cam is an amazing fashion photographer turned automotive photographer turned fine art exhibitor. He is producing some absolutely incredible work and we were really lucky to bump into him at the Sleeping With Art event where he gave us more than an hour of his time, which was just incredible. So, you're really, really going to enjoy this. Do stick around to the end of this episode because I have got some parish notes for you, but I 
we'll leave them to the end because I know that the vast majority of people just want to dive straight in and listen to the guests, as would I. So for now, let me hand you over to myself, Andy J, and Amy Shaw with our guest Rio Cam from the Sleeping With Art event. And, oh, just one last thing. If you would like to hear more about the Sleeping With Art event, a week today we will have a Driven Chat Sleeping With Art special podcast that will feature a collection of artists, designers, and amazing people from the event. For now, let me hand you over to Rio Cam from Sleeping With Art. I'm Andy J. I'm sat with Amy Shaw, who's currently taking photographs, of course, <laughs> as you'd expect. John Markar to my left. And John, would you like to do the honours? Because we have a very special guest joining us right now. Uh, probably one of the coolest looking guests we've had for a long time. John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the magic build-up moment. Thank you. Yeah, I was wandering around this wonderful event we're at now called Sleeping With Art, surrounded by amazing artists, photographers, sculptors, creatives. And I stumbled across Camilo Rios, otherwise known as Rio Cam. Thank you. Photographer of some of the most incredible prints that are both beautiful to see and I'll dangle a little carrot here, touch as well. <laughs> I've not seen these yet in person. I'm excited <laughs> because I'm also a massive fan of your work. Oh, and so you. when you when you came in, I was like, oh my God, there he is. <laughs> oh, uh, it's music Pro- to my ears, actually. <laughs> real when women, actually, I, I, you know, some of the, most of the comments of my photographs is actually women and it's music to my ears because... Really? Obviously, you expect men are the ones who, oh, yeah, that and this. But women, uh, I think women are getting so much into it because women love cars, the same Mm. as men. It's just, I think they never give them a chance Mm. enough to really enjoy the car. Because, oh, women, you know, they can't drive. (laughs) You know, but actually, if women just love cars, so Mm. the the reaction, the feedback has been immense. It's it's so good when women are into it. Let us just put some meat on the bones, Camilo. If you if if you if you'll humour me for a moment, of course. Yeah. You know we we've we've given, kind of given you this build up. You're you're this huge American high fashion photographer. You've been doing major campaigns. You've been doing. You're filling galleries. You're selling your artwork left, right, and centre. And I'm going to use a phrase. And if you disagree, please don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> I would suggest that the common theme throughout your the body of your work is not just cars and ladies and so on it's sexy it is is that fair to say yeah it's fair it's but it's gorgeous cars it's, it's attractive ladies it's beautiful yeah. backdrops but not in a way that seems crude or anything oh, no no no, yeah. not, so, not, that's why i didn't say, say pervy yeah. or so, gratuitous but sexy can sexy. definitely get taken in a way sometimes especially when you talk about cars and girls if when i try to describe your work to people i'm like oh it's brilliant it's like it's yeah. cars and it's girls but like not in a weird way but in a really cool way <laughs> and we're and, not talking playboy here. yeah exactly. you know which they are always trying to get me to shoot for them actually oh, really? is that right? and i have denied them many times wow. because i said i don't do nudity with my cars that's so there's never anything sexualized no, in any never. of your images. No. There is obviously a sense of sexual, um, I guess, comparison because unfortunately, cars are sexy. Yeah, they're not ugly. They're sexy cars. And I grew up in Miami, for God's sake, South Beach. South Beach is a, is a sexy town. Everyone mm. wants to take their clothes off over there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of girls in like bikinis. Of but, course. And, uh, and very, you know, don't get me wrong, a little bit vulgar, but you know, that's just how the city is. There's nothing you can do about it. But so uh, obviously, yes, my key or my goal out of this, or this style of fashion, mixing the fashion with cars was like, okay, when you look at a fashion magazine, you uh, let's say Vogue or you know Bazaar or whatever, they, they were so beautiful, the shots. Even though they're very sexy, they're, sometimes they show nipples, they show a woman's mm. body. 
I wanted to do that, but in a very elegant way, that the car and the woman will be, I guess, mixed in a way that it doesn't take from each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's equally it's powerful. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So the idea came because back in the 60s, I, I, we maybe too young to, rem- <laughs> to we, we were never born that time. Well, that's but the way it looks for That's how cars presented their new concept car. Yeah. If you see the Countach images from 1960s, yes, yes. it was a yellow car. It was women on top of this car with beautiful dresses, some in bikinis. They, they have five women on top of this car. <laughs> if I would have done that to the new Countach, Wilkerman would have told me, yo, are you crazy? Yeah. You're going to get sued. Or it's not load-bearing. Right, yeah. you can't even touch him now. Wow. They're too, oh, too perfect to be touched, which is outrageous to me because back then, that was all about touch him and feel him and how cool they were. Now they're too sensitive, their cars, you know, like they break even if you look at them now these days. <laughs> um, so, but that's how it was. And then I grew up, when I grew up in the 80s, um, in the late 80s, I guess, uh, I had a poster of the 280 GTO, which is my favorite Ferrari yeah. ever built. And next to it, I had a picture of Natasha Kinski's Richard Avedon had a python in her body. She's yeah, naked and there's a python. Through. So yeah. I had those two things when I was growing <laughs> up. And I said, one day I need to combine them both in a way that is as, as iconic as Richard Avedon and it's as iconic as a 288 GTO. Mm, yeah. How can I do that? And that's how I started. Because at the end, fashion for me, with all the cars, was it was getting a bit boring doing the campaigns don't get me wrong pays my bills it was great but it was getting to a point i won't say boring but it was getting to a point that i need to i need to do something cool because i'm a car enthusiast i love cars you know and the feeling of it so some of your images people will know for because it's basically these beautiful cars and often their profiles with ladies legs just yes. their legs sticking out and which is wicked because they've usually got amazing heels on like <laughs> but uh, watching you know looking at your images the logistical side of that how do you say to to these these models so i just want you to kind of lie <laughs> very uncomfortably in the yeah. passenger seat and stick your legs as far out as possible like that must be how difficult is it for those women to, to get into this is a great question that a lot of actually people ask more women ask that than men we know it, how uncomfortable that's yeah. going to be. It's extremely hard because some of these cars, you can't even barely uh, sort of sit. I mean, uh, the Mira, for example, holy mother of God, you yeah. really have to come out your torso and put the legs up because if not, the legs will be too short and it, yeah. it won't look as cool. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it, going to have a good core strength. Exactly. <laughs> so the models, obviously, the, the first thought was like, this guy's just whack. Yeah. This guy's yeah. crazy. But and they've then, done their hair especially for you. Exactly. Just the legs. But why? <laughs> Just want you the know, legs. Of course, the, the, every model that I shoot, they want to have fun with it. Of course, mm. they'd be on top and do the sexy poses. And, all that, and I hate that. They've been practicing <laughs> their faces. And I'm always yeah. like, listen, cool down. Let's mm. just... I'll give you those photos, but just please let me do this that I have in my mind. So my mind works like, I'm sure yours works like that because you're a photographer too. So when you ha- you just have to do it and, and get it over with before mm. you do, I, I don't know, something else. So for me, I always had to do that. And for me, getting away with the legs was a lot easier to sell because, and going back to your question, was because you see those a lot because a lot of owners or, or car collectors or the people who collect my work they were saying, I love the picture, but my, my wife will kill me if I put another woman in, in my garage. <laughs> you know? 
So I said, okay, what can I do to avoid this, or to fix this problem? And it was women's body parts, pair of beautiful legs and shoes, lips, uh, the most beautiful parts of a woman. And actually, when I had a talk with Horacio Pagani, mm. he said, you know, the, my, the Huayra was based on a, a female, it was based on a, a woman. Really? The eye, the, 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 if you see the car's uh, windshield, the, the, the little mirror, mm-hmm. that's the woman's shape of an eye. Oh, of course, it's ah, quite that. Yes. I can see it now. And yeah. there is also the back of the car is, is, is the booty of a woman. It's, <laughs> it's crazy how he designed it. No, you're right. It's, I mean, it's we, we learned something about Frank Stephenson, the ex-McLaren designer, Correct, the yeah. other day, that he, he'd, he'd modeled wing mirrors on his, on his wife's Bosoms. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Or oh, the Mini. Yeah, yeah the you're mini. right. Yeah. And the Tamburini was a famous, very famous uh, motorcycle designer, designed the iconic Ducati 916. And That's right. The top-down profile is a figure of a voluptuous woman. Mm. And when, you, when someone points it out to you, you look and you go, ah, oh, yeah, it's incredible. So in my upcoming book, um, which I'm releasing in December, doing our Basel with my gallery opens, uh, the the forward is by Varasio, and I told him, "Yo, I want you to talk about car design and female sort of inspiration for it." And there's a lot. Yeah, there's mm. a lot. Well, do you know what? You're, you're so right because actually we've we've been privileged to have spoken to a lot of car designers on on this show, in particular Ian Callum, for example. Yes, I'm yes. sure you're familiar with. You'll probably meet him here soon. You know, phenomenal. Phenomenal designer. Marek Reichman from Aston Martin. He's obsessed with nature. Mm-hmm. So it's sharks in particular. If you right. look at the face of an Aston Martin, it's got a shark all over it. Correct. Because right, he loves yeah. sharks and he, he watches the David Attenborough. I mean, you must get those in America, right? <laughs> David Attenborough. Got <laughs> the boys, na- you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but that's the thing. Nature and the female form mm. are huge influences on, on cars. And, and actually, like John says, once you're aware of it, you can't stop spotting it. Of yeah. course. It's fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's why, uh, in a psyche part, that's why women are so attracted to cars in many ways. In, in many In many ways, because not only because they're beautiful and what they represent, you know, but there is something else, more and more deep. Appreciation of the when form, women, Because I've shot a lot of, you know, conservative women and women who are, mm. you know, not necessarily car, car guys or car people, but when they saw it, they couldn't understand. I remember when I brought the, the model that I brought, the Zero, the Lancia, the Zero mm. Bertone, has got uh, Marcelo Gandini's design. She was blown away. She's like, who did this? Like, when this car <laughs> came out, this looks better than any Lamborghini I've seen recently. You, you know, it's amazing what they do, uh, these cars. I mean, it's, it really is, especially the ones that you never haven't, haven't seen for years. Yeah, It's yeah, amazing it's design. Let's talk about the early days for you, because sure. of course, you know, we're sitting here now, your career is, is established, you are flying. You know, you are, you're a household name Thank you. here getting, and, and in America, better. like you say, you're filling galleries, you've got books coming out, it's, you're in the top of your game. You know, we're, we're, we're sitting with excellence, which is wonderful, but it hasn't always been like that. You know, it, it, talent takes time to perfect. Oh, a lot of time, yeah. You know, you're, you're not just getting a phone call from a, from a huge manufacturer to, to yeah. be the lead, of their, lead photographer yeah. for them for many campaigns without having put a shift in. So how did it start for you? When did you realize this? I've got something, I've got an eye, I've got a skill with the lens, I can frame something better than other people. What was, what was the moment for you when you knew this was something you could do and do seriously? Uh, 12 years ago, uh, I started in publishing actually. So be, before I was a photographer, I always liked the publishing magazines especially. And my first thing was a magazine, I, I guess my first real job. Uh, when I was going in college in Miami, 
I created a fashion magazine with my best friend at the time. And we didn't know anything about magazines, to be honest. We just had the entrepreneur mentality, you know, that, oh, you know, we can make a lot of money. Could be some money in this. <laughs> yeah. No way. Magazines are a horrible business. Do not, do, not, do not go to publishing. I'm telling you, you're going to lost a lot of money. Not worth it. It's the only thing it's good for is making relationships. Uh-huh. Right. Which is key, I think, is the key element in any career mm-hmm. or if you want to be somebody. You know, when they ask you, hey, so how do you make it? And a lot of people will say, oh, work hard. Yeah, okay. That's very vague. You know, working hard is what? You know, you wake up every morning and you, I don't know, put a, a brick and, you're, and you work so hard. And, but it really was that entitled. So for me, I think the key is relationships. Making relationships with people. That's where I think is priceless. That's what the, I think the real key is. And anyhow, but going back, uh, I started in publishing, and then I learned photography in that way, and I learned design in that way. Mm. Because for me, it was my PhD in the arts, I guess, in design, because I was learning so much. And we actually worked with the best photographers from Miami at the time. Cool. Who became very famous, some of them. And I learned a lot. And a lot of them always told me, hey, you should, should. I know you, because I obviously loved it. I love photography. I wanted to be a filmmaker even before photography because I, I love all the emotion more. But photography was a lot easier to pull off than, than It's a film. lot cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot easier <laughs> exactly. as well. <laughs> In fact, one of my greatest quotes is Helmut Newton once said, you know, uh, they asked him, if you were not a photographer, what would you have done? And he said, a writer. Because it's so cheap, all you need is a pencil, <laughs> and you can create amazing things with it. Yeah, you know. And that w- I thought it was fantastic because he's so right. You don't need to be uh, rich, or you have to be, you have to have the best camera in order to make it. You can with an iPhone now, man. You can make yeah. a gorgeous cut shot. Mm-hmm. That's why bloggers are going out of control. Instagram photographers, the majority is with iPhones. Just out even, of curiosity, you know. what do you shoot with? Oh, so I I do shoot. With uh, three cameras, I mainly use uh, one is a film camera. Cool, you know, I I, I go old school too. <laughs> uh, my favorite camera is actually my Polaroid Big Shot. It's called. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No, I'm maybe. not. It's a it's a long, long, long tube. The obviously it's a Polaroid that is a five by five. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. The light is the perfect light. It's the problem is it's one of those light bulbs that explodes and you have to kind of. Change it all the time, so it's oh, a nice. nightmare. Mm. <laughs> and the film is so expensive to find, and it's it, you don't know if it's gonna be good or not. So, but it's my favorite. You will love my Polaroid car images. You will go crazy. In fact, next time I see you, I'm gonna give you one sign. Uh, I oh, do I have some that. stuff for you. I have stickers and stuff for you. <laughs> but uh, that one, and then uh, my regular day camera is a Canon 5DS. Uh, the reason I kept it, even though the technology is done, and Canon doesn't want to make those anymore, and now for mirrorless, and they don't care about those cameras, it's because they, I need a lot of megapixel in order to... Just sometimes I want to manipulate a lot of things mm-hmm. that I can actually do and uh, post. Mm. Um, so, you know, I I, I I kind of manipulate sometimes a lot of the colors because sometimes, which I'm sure I'll, maybe will pop up that qu- question later on, is it's not as easy to make these photos because... No, it doesn't look easy. Like, it's from, for it's looking extremely from hard. A photography point of view, I'm, I lo- I'm trying to break it down and think how... How has that been done? Because I think it looks like it's been shot on a fairly long lens. Quite, you know, some of the real mm-hmm. portrait ones. Everything's quite flat, and the light is stunning. And the, yeah. I, 
yeah, I, I mean, I personally would love to know more of the process. I don't know how interesting that would be to oh, our car listeners, but you and I can have a chat later. We can have a, <laughs> all the night if you want. Uh, yes. So I was telling them 90% of my work is real. 10% there's alterations mm -hmm. uh, due to sometimes I don't have a car for, I wish I had a car for a full day or mm. even five hours. Sometimes I have a car for an hour. Really? Because the collector is like, yo, like, I, I always work with people's time. Mm. And this is why it's working so well for me though. Because I come to the collectors, now, well, now when you start, collectors are hearing your name, now they let you play more. Mm. But they don't, it's their time. And uh, to be honest with you, they don't care about another picture of their car. Yeah. So, but, so I had to kind of, at the beginning, it was a lot of negotiations. You know, I had to negotiate my, my ass of it and try to get this this done because it wasn't easy. How am I going to start making the most beautiful cars? It's not easy to get. Try to get a SV Mira. And so I to let it shoot it with a woman. Where does that process start as well? Because I assume you've got at least friends of friends that have these cars yes, or is yeah. it... Is there an opportunity where you've, you'll see a car and just go, hey, you, I need to stop you there. Can I use your car at some point to get a photograph? No, I actually don't do that. I think that's crazy. It's like, <laughs> it's like going to a woman in a bar and saying, hey, baby, you know. I love the look of your legs. Let, me, let me take you home. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that will work. But well, now, maybe works. now it maybe works. They, it they see me and they know I'm more recognized these days, so maybe they, they go for it. But... Uh, at the beginning was a lot of negotiation. A, a lot of, it was a lot of friends. So I had to yeah. give two names. That uh, one, the first one was John Tamarian, who owns Curated. It's a big um, sort of vintage dealership in Miami, okay. and he specializes in Lamborghinis, especially right. the vintage ones. Mm -hmm. Lovely. His father was a big guy back in Lamborghini dealerships, so he has very rare cars coming through through mm. Miami, and cool. he's the one who said, "This is an amazing idea. Mm. I will try to help you." I'll try to convince some of these owners <laughs> to do it. And the first leap of faith, I guess, let's put it that way, was a Japanese owner who gave me the first mirror I ever shot, which is a fantastic mirror, the blue one that I have, one of the pieces here. And it came out great. The car wasn't damaged. And he was like, you know what? Okay, maybe <laughs> we can do more. <laughs> because I, I, I'm so That's nervous. That's a pretty low bar. I'm so yeah. nervous it wasn't with these damaged. cars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. always so nervous, Amy. I'm, I, sometimes I have like, I'm sweating because... That makes me feel a lot better happens. because you come across as so cool and you produce these really cool pictures. To, so to know that you are as oh, nervous yeah, yeah. as many other photographers like myself when we go into a shoot, that makes me feel a lot better. And I'm yeah. sure it'll help other oh, people my Lord. listening. Do you know, it's, it's fascinating fast. hearing that the photographers have the nerves because, I, I mean, I've had to do a few shoots for tv shows and things mm -hmm. and, and it's and i get i hate it i unless it's you amy i hate having my <laughs> picture taken because you it's posing and it's awkward and it's weird but the photographers are always so cool we're, we're there's music going outside. they've got a funky set going on in the mm, background the fashion just, ones yeah you're in, you know that's your that's your layer yeah. So this, the idea that you guys are nervous is totally, that, that doesn't seem... But I guess you're also entrusted with somebody's absolute pride and joy. And some of these cars, yeah, you know, some of the cars you've got photographed on the wall there, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, it's not, I don't know about if it's the same for you, but it's not just about, you know, being entrusted with that. But suddenly you, you're there and you think, I am here for a photo shoot and I am the thing that's taking the photo. And then yeah. suddenly you are, people are trusting me with their pride and joys and, and their, yeah. you know, the, 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 their image and their campaign. And suddenly it's all down to you and you're the person yeah, that, that is you've there. You've got to, to make it look good. Yes, and you just <laughs> think, what if I, I don't know, screw up? What if I, if my camera breaks something or whatever? And yeah, suddenly yeah. you just, from, uh, they're my concerns. And what if, if I don't 
gel with the people around me and if I can't get the images that I'm after and I mean what for you what makes you nervous on a shoot I think the first one is Please, I can't damage this car, scratch the <laughs> denting. Denting is my yes. worst fear, which happened once. And I that's why I stopped doing... Listen, at the end, putting women's on top is a stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I love it, because yeah. it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Who will do such thing to a $20 million car yeah. Yeah. to put some <laughs> top yeah. in? And, 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 and remember the first time I was shooting, uh, I was shooting an F1 McLaren, and the owner, I was starting very light, you know, the girl next to it, I wasn't even touching the car. And the guy says, hey, hey, put it on top, man, I'm going for it. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, don't worry if it gets scratched. Don't worry, man, it's all good. I'm like, wow. all right, I need some help. And then we put in the girl, and then she was moving the high heel, like, then I'm like, yo, like, I was oh. so, I was so, you know, careful. And then moving their legs, I'm like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like a, some sort of uh, like sculptor. Yeah, like, because I'm, I had to move their legs and, mm -hmm. and then stay there. Don't, don't move. And they're like, and the sun, and, you know, it's like the face, <laughs> literally, like, and the, obviously the car is so hot, the metal yeah, is burning. So I had girls who had burned because, they're, you know, it's, yeah, it's out You of just look at your prints and go, oh, what a fantastic print. You just put the model yeah. on. She put her legs in the air, take the photo, done. And nope. think about all these behind <laughs> She the was burning. <laughs> <laughs> the bonnet had a dent in it. Yeah, it was. There was no sun cream. Yeah. So uh, the, the dent story is hilarious because the dent story it was a. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say exactly the color because people will know, but it was a Diablo SV, uh -huh. very rare, one off, and they were like, "Yo, do the thing." And the owner was next to me too, which is the craziest thing. And he's like, "Put the girl on top." I'm like, "Yo, this is carbon fiber." I, I, I don't, I don't try to mess with carbon fiber mm. because it's very delicate, especially yeah. when it's hollow. The hollow, yeah. part, like mm. the roof or the or the certain parts of the hood, you know. And this whole car was carbon fiber. I was like, "Ooh, okay." So I put the girl there, and suddenly I see the dent going, the 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 the, the, the thing going like this oh. when she went off. And that's it. I mean, the paint, it was so special. Lamborghini cannot make that paint ever again. So I was freaking out. I was like, and the model was like, you know, like, oh, oops. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're fine. I'm the one. And then the, the owner obviously was so nice, though. Mm. He was like, oh, oh, hmm, oh, ooh, okay. Let's see. I'm going to call this guy who details cars and pops him out. And he biggest fear was that the, if the if the if the paint cracked, mm. yeah. that's it. You cannot yes. replace that. Yeah, Even if you put new, there is no color again for that. Mm -hmm. Thank God, this guy was so good at his detailing the car that nothing happened. Oh, wow! And I said maybe. I need to start photoshopping women top. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is over for me. You know, even though I did quite some. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. Well, you know that if even if there had still been a dent there, that's a Rio Camp dent. That's <laughs> the story. Isn't that's it? a pretty great story. Oh, I have so many stories. You guys will. I can entertain you for hours. Just to just to mention that word, that word though, Photoshop, because mm -hmm. I guess there'll be a lot of people that look at your work and they will ask the question, maybe assume that a lot of what they're seeing is Photoshop. Correct. How yeah. much do you actually? How much of what we see is what you've clicked through the lens? Ninety percent, ten percent is Photoshop. Wow. Temp there's a, cool. obviously there is Photoshop and color. Yeah alterations, uh, things that are not perfect, like uh, let's say the calm has certain things that they don't want to show or mm. there's certain scratches or there are certain things that they don't want to show or the model, for example, 
didn't put their, their foot where it was supposed to p- be and yeah. I had to kind of fix that. Uh, well, she had six toes, you yeah. know. You don't, <laughs> yeah, kind of scenario. But uh, I think, uh, you know, the, for the majority of the boys, they're real. I have Polaroids always to improve yeah, the skepticals. Because yeah. you know, like there is a lot of skepticals, obviously. There's a lot of guys who ask so me, a lot of photographers. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have to. I don't, I'm giving a damn if they think it's Photoshop or not. It's still a cool image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the yeah, end, yeah. what is not Photoshop? Yeah. Well, you yeah. see, this is this is the question For I God's was leading to. Mm-hmm. Because, because ultimately, you know, a lot of photographers these days, they call themselves digital artists mm-hmm. rather way, than yeah. necessarily photographers. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? And it, I'm not asking you to label yourself, but it doesn't really matter if you've enhanced or altered or cropped or, mm. or Correct. co- corrected and so on because it's your image. Yeah. It's your artwork. Right. Yeah, in the same way if you painted it and you're going to retouch up a little bit. Listen, every yours. artist, uh, Picasso, people hated his stuff. He said, I don't yeah. care. You know, this is my, the way I see things. And you just have to go with that. I mm. had a lot of, of course, I had a lot of uh, negativity at the beginning, especially from car collectors saying that's ridiculous, that's stupid, mm. who will do such a thing? On that, but then they can help themselves with the car. The, the photo is so cool, even though it's so stupid. It's cool, it's a cool image. So, I've seen, I mean, art is ridiculous in its own way. Why is more this more expensive than others? Or why does someone is better than others? It's not better, it's just you know, I think it's how people. Receives and perceives that I was having this exact conversation with an artist at the sleeping. We're here at Sleeping with Art, Mm. and there's there's so many different forms of art available here. As John mentioned, sculptures and paintings and so on. And I was having a conversation with an artist, and I said to him, and I did I didn't mean this in a sort of uh, you know what's it worth kind of way. I was just genuinely curious. I said, how did you how do you decide how much to charge? It's a question I've asked you before, Amy, as well, because it's such a difficult and personal thing. You know how how do you do it? So so. Obviously, the Rio Cam brand, because ultimately, you know, when you become and a it success, is by the way, it is a, yeah, it's you're, a brand. Your brand, it's right? registered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, the Rio Cam brand, it, it comes with a premium now because you've right. established it, you've exhibited it, people are aware of you. So presumably, that now has to come with an appropriate price tag. A hundred percent. Yeah. So at the beginning, obviously, was one of my biggest challenges. So in, in a way, COVID. Uh, gave me the opportunity to go to fine art because I didn't have the ch- I had the, the time to guns before, just way too busy with doing fashion, um, and I always wanted to do it. And I'm like, I need to find the time, I need to put the effort into it. But COVID happened, and it was a blessing for me instead of being very negative for many many people. It was very unfortunate for a lot of people and a lot of families. But for me, it took that. And then finally, I got to deeply do the fine art. And then, okay, why am I going to charge for this? Because I was telling John, my art, I was just going to print in paper. And that's it. Oh, this is uh, one out of 20. I wanted something more, something that a photo could be an art piece. How can you achieve that? So the Alcantara was one of the first things that I discovered that it was amazing. It's it's made by uh, Gustav... And Emmerich, the Swedish guys that I met a long time ago, who make my t-shirts too. And, 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 and I discovered the machine. I said, this could be really cool because it has a lot of applications. Like the sound, uh, it absorbs sound. So it's perfect for a studio for this type of scenarios because it absorbs all the echoes and the sound of, of outdoor sound. 
and lights. You can do so much more with it. So now it becomes an, a piece of art for me. Because photographs, the reason photographs, and I'm sure Amy probably knows this, is that photographs, because you can print them as many as you want, it doesn't appreciate as much as an oil painting that is a yeah. one-off, yeah. Or maybe a two-off. It removes the air of exclusivity. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Even if you even if you limit your your prints and say yeah. oh, I'll only print this many, you know yeah. that you could if you exactly. need to print yeah. another one. It's not right. like it, like the original of printing is that you uh, some of the earliest prints of a like if it was a like a, um, a is it a lino print a, a screen like print screen print, screen, yeah. screen print is that you'd have the very first ones that are called artist proof. They are like Correct. the very very first ones where you got the artist checking what it's like and they are the most original. And as you go through through the prints, they technically are meant to get worse, not worse, but the the quality goes down the more the ink gets. Yeah. Yeah. So with when it comes to digital photography, it's it's very difficult, as you said, to try and think. Okay, how is my art then Great. valued because it is a digital mm. piece? And I mean, it's interesting now with is it, are they called NFTs? NFTs. Yes. Yeah. Like looking into that now, which I don't know how that's going to go. But as you said, it's it's trying to think about something that you can maybe produce that would I don't know the couldn't can only be one of one or something that will. You know, which I did, by the way. I did a first NFT, which was a fiasco because. <laughs> Interesting. I'd be intrigued to know what. Oh happens. my, Amy, I, I will help you if you want to do one. Now the next project, now it looks way promising. I wish I can tell you, but uh, I have an NDA, so I can't really <laughs> say much. But I can tell you that it's finally with a big brand called Eternity, which is okay. one of the leading. Uh, apps, I guess, for this uh, type of uh, scenario. So, but my first one would, I don't want to mention their name, the platform, but it was, it was a total fiasco. Mm. Because again, you're right. You need to, you just, just don't drop something. And this is, you know, mm. the lucky ones, the artists who were lucky enough to say did something and it became like, I don't know, a hundred million dollars. But again, those artists don't even make the money. It's like a, it's a corrupted process to at the end. And it's like, okay, maybe they, 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 they get money out of it. But I don't know. It's it, for me, it's still a learning process regardless uh, because, uh, like we said, we, it's like any type of technology. You have to evolve with it. You have to understand it. Mm. You can't just, oh, yeah, it looks cool. Let's do it because we need to do it. Uh, you have to also be respectful of the technology that's coming, uh, I think, in many ways. Let's just jump back onto that, your your method of printing, because I was fascinated as we were, when we met, we were looking at your prints. It changes we can call the them perspective, prints. right? It completely changes the perspective. Because Cam said, "Oh, Amy, I have to take you." I'm excited to see. feel the picture. And of course, you look at these prints as we are looking at all these other images, and you expect it to be either printed on canvas, maybe, or printed on a board. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Alcantara. 
the same stuff that you would line your car, racing car, <laughs> roof lining with. Yeah. Yeah. And it just gives such character to the piece. It's I've never seen it before. I've never felt it before. And as you say, albeit a very expensive studio, we could use them as, as sound deadening <laughs> boards to go to the studio because go. they look, it looks fantastic. It feels fantastic. Will you design a studio for us? Yeah. <laughs> that's well, we'll that. That'd be so cool. We, be we wouldn't cool. be allowed in there. That's way too cool for us. <laughs> I was going to say, would you, would, would you do it for hugs? That's the, that's Listen, the I, I can tell you that hopefully one day I can take you guys to do a podcast in my gallery in Miami. Oh, I'd love that. There is where you can see that yeah. and how the u- true usage of it uh, down. So hopefully we will do it. I love the team, so maybe oh, we can make this happen. Kind. But yes, um, Alcantara also, the cool thing is that it's part of cars. So yeah, yeah. it also goes back. Yeah, there's so many things to it yeah. because it, it goes to that part of like, okay, in fact, I can say, yeah, I can say this. Uh, so <laughs> I'm currently working with uh, Mark Philippe Gambala. Yeah. Who just recently, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen He's it. He just, father's company. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. And then he finally went solo. And mm. after so much problems, he finally came out with his own car, which is yeah. a called the Le, Le Martian uh, in French, the Martian. And mm. it's yeah. based on a, a five, uh, 959. And it's a, Wonderful piece. It looks like a Rally Dakar. Yeah. It's inspired by the Rally Dakar. Uh, yeah, it's piece nine, yeah. and it's amazing. And he told me, hey, you know what? He loves the Alcantara pieces. Obviously, he owns a few. And he said, let's make a car full of Alcantara stuff uh, printed. I'm like, sure, why not? We can do whatever <laughs> God, we want. That's going to be fast. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that comes out. Hopefully, it's not like Picasso. <laughs> crazy thing. But, well, uh, then you'll have to go. take photos of the car. Yeah, there, you know. is. there we go. So it's full circle. So you're right. Alcantara has many purposes that I found to be delightful. Yeah. In, in, in the reaction of people, especially women, again, yeah. women touches, they touch it. Like yeah. it was like they're I melting. Really Oh, has to come and see. It's incredible. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I, I'm a best promoter of it, but but it's it really is. Yeah. You can really I'm now going to be your second best promoter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Be your UK based promoter. There we go. Because you know, a lot of pieces are going to be based here in the UK. Yeah. Because I'm now talking to a gallery, which I can unfortunately say, but it's a very well known gallery in London. Cool. Who's very interested in now carrying the pieces, and hopefully, will be really cool. Why don't um, we come to the launch of that? That sounds like a good idea. I would that is that. a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Yes, I that is a great, a great, actually, a great idea. Uh, listen, I'm look way looking forward way more to come here to London because I mean great. to 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 London obviously because I love the, I didn't know I had so much fan base here. I had no clue. I knew a mm. few people, but even the car enthusiasts they're throwing me cars. Can you shoot this car for me? Can you shoot? And I'm not trying to be listen an asshole. I'm not, I, but. Because I, I'm always looking for very rare things. Yeah. So when they throw me there, hey, look at my this. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've seen uh, <laughs> I, I shot so many already. I don't know what to say <laughs> sometimes. Well, you know what is very rare? Is is our very own John Markar's legs? You know, he has <laughs> yeah, yeah. famous pair. Cam, you can shoot my legs. The, dr- the driven yeah. chat legs. The driven chat. Yeah. 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 Maybe Amy's. We have a we have a Bentley Continental GT. Over here. I saw it. We I got saw that. Three pairs of legs. I, I mean, E type actually sounds better. You know, I can I can give you all the E types that you need. Amy's got more E types. Amy actually has anyway. an E type building company. I know. So <laughs> I saw Amy's work. Obviously, I uh, I think you know the reason. I think you see this is the cool thing about rare cars. The reason I met. Amy's work was because when she shot 
I don't know. If it was it a replica? The P, the three thirty P four. Yes. So that was the first car I ever shot, and it it was a replica, but it was it's a they the 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 people who built it yeah. basically got hold of an original about twenty five years ago and right. took thousandth measurements of the entire car, mm-hmm. and then rebuilt it over the course of I don't know yeah twenty years or so. So when I saw those images, obviously I look into it, and then oh, I realized that yeah, you know it's hard to get the original. <laughs> I've been trying for years, mm-hmm. by the way. And finally, I got the opportunity to shoot the real, oh, the okay. real deal. It's James Glickenhaus mm-hmm. P4, mm-hmm. which is the only one with a British flag. It has red and turquoise wheels. The oh, most beautiful, beautiful. sexiest yes. thing yeah. you're gonna see in your Incredible. life. Incredible. Which won them all? I think uh, a Daytona, yeah. the, the oh. Sebring. Uh, it did. A, it has a lot of cops. Uh, but anyhow, he he owns it, and he's like, yeah, sure, you can shoot it. I'm like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, he has incredible cars, obviously. He has the Ferrari Modulo. I don't know if you've yeah. <laughs> never heard of this thing. It's the most bizarre design of, that they did, Pininfarina did. So, uh, finally, I got a chance to see and work with the P4, which is my favorite race car, or one of my favorite race cars, aside from the 917, and mm. uh, so many good ones Fantastic. in Lamar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm always hunting down those so I was so attracted with her photos because I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and when I find out it was a replica, I was going to tell you, yo, who's the owner? Yeah. Like, hook me up here. There's a phone call. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I remember back at the start of my career, I got this guy. I mean, we started talking, him. you know, we started yeah. talking. We, you know, she obviously said, I'm a big man, which I, I, I adore her for that. I, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm very grateful for that because I, I love when women are big fans, more than men. With you. All right. Well, John and I are out there. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, we but think yeah. you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But I suppose yeah. it's the thing with about women loving your work is that suddenly it, you, it, what you're trying to show in your work and. Uh, trying to make it not look that kind of creepy way, but for women right. to understand what you're trying to put across, it means that you've done your job well, I guess. It's like you've managed mm. to succeed the vision you were trying to, to achieve and women can, can understand that and know, understand that I think almost better than men. Sorry, guys. but uh, No, 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 no I, I, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, it has, in fact, uh, there's some collectors who they then commission me to do that with their own sort of girlfriend, let's say, or mm. wife. And one uh, one of the biggest Mexican collectors, he said, hey, I want you to do a one-off book of some of my best cars. He has like 200 cars. Or so. oh, wow. Incredible cars. And he said, I want my wife in it because my wife is your biggest fan. Oh, wow. I'm talking to you because of my wife. That's I'm nice. Like, what? That's wow. awesome. Uh, well, thank you. When do we go to Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm actually going after this trip, uh, uh, October 10th, I That's believe. That's awesome. where he is. And the wife, you know, wants to do the whole, you know, tights and stockings. And I was like, wow, that's fantastic. How, yeah. much, of, how much of this do you kind of find yourself pinching yourself at your life? Because <laughs> you, are, you are around remarkable, hyper-rare, hyper-expensive, incredible cars. And you're clearly a massive car fan, which I'm, which I'm loving. You're around fascinating people with fortunes you have a, a growing army of fans around the world is it a bit of a head blown quite regularly are you a bit like god this my life is a bit nuts <laughs> yeah. how did it get like this i actually don't think about it too much i i'm very humble in that way because i don't i do pinch myself when i see a p4 <laughs> jesus yeah. christ you have to you know it's like what you know the history of it or, or when I'm going to see tomorrow, I'm shooting the, the, the Aston Martin Bulldog. 
Yeah. Which is such an amazing You know what? I heard thing. you were going to do the shoot and I was like, I'm so, so excited to Come see Come if you want. That, oh, don't even. I'm, meant I'm, to be I'm here, not kidding. Can I yeah, just leave kidding. here? And just go <laughs> Genuinely, I, I might have to. It's do a little that. bit far from here. I thought it was closer, but it's an hour from here. But the car is just a cool thing that I'm probably going to pitch my phone when I finally see it. Because it, it was a buddy of mine who owns it, who restores it. Because mm-hmm. it was it wasn't was in. It was, it was green and gold when it right. came in originally, and right. uh, when so I, I shot the 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 ver- when it first came into the world. You saw the concourse. I'm sorry. Did yes. you saw the concourse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've I've been shooting the, the build of it from day one. Oh, so wow. the, Or the rebuild. So when it came into the workshop, we had to prop the doors open and hold them open with broomsticks because literally uh-huh. brooms because they would not stay open. That's on their right. Own. You yeah. were a shiny. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> of course. So it's been such a, a pleasure to be able to see the 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 you know the the rebirth of this this beautiful machine. So for you to be yeah. able to shoot with it, have you? got a lady in legs because i mean I'm, i can be free oh no john can be free as well you can come i with actually i, I, I actually bring in one yes uh, <laughs> legs okay. have been sourced legs have been sourced yeah. okay yeah. that's fine I've, actually the owner of the car he is i think the most special collector i ever worked with and he's the one that has given me so many the freedom mm. of to shoot <laughs> very rare cars and put whatever i want to do and even if his damage is okay, he really is the most special human being I uh, encounter in my life, because he enjoys other people's happiness, and that's I think what life is all about. When you share that, and when you when you have these cars are worth, they're priceless, and you allow other people to be happy with it. I think it's amazing. I think it's fantastic. So I, I I'm you know I, I can say his name. Obviously, his name is Philip Seraphim, and he's an he's incredible. Incredible person, and he continues to collect concept cars, which I love that that style. He's only fascinated with the one-off concept cars, and I think it's phenomenal because people don't really quite solve them. Mm-hmm. They were that's just right. in Geneva show one time. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. They were talked away for a long yeah. time in a Lamborghini yeah. factory and never been seen until mm. some guy bought them. So. Technically, that's what happened, by the way. I don't know back yeah. all those Lamborghinis concept from Gandini. They were bought for a guy from Switzerland who came when Lamborghini was broke. Yeah. And say, hey, how much you want for all this stuff? Yeah. yeah. And they were junk for them. Yeah. Take it. Mm-hmm. It's always junk. Sad to learn as well. A lot of these clay models for the concepts yeah. that turn into some of the most iconic cars in the world for a lot of the smaller manufacturers, because those clay models are expensive to mm. make. So a lot of them, once yes. the concept was finished, the paint would get stripped off and the clay would get reused. And you just think, this was the first time the world has seen this shape that's now turned into this icon and it's just been mashed back into a big ball of clay to become the next concept or, or, a, or a few pots or, but it, yeah. i mean yeah it's 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 going very deep here it's a bit like life you know it's the way that the it's reformed into something else mm. i think is also quite Correct. beautiful yes. but it's yeah, never true. really stopped true. it's stuck in one place and i think that's quite lovely and that's what i love more vintage cars and new cars because back then they only have one freaking way to do hammer <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. now a machine can do uh, several yes. prototypes yep. and you're okay that's if right. someone uh, one burns and the other one they took it <laughs> for a photo shoot you know it's crazy now how Robert assembly lines I think what Ferrari Enzo hated the most and yet he became one well his brand became one not him but he, the brand became one now Ferrari is the assembly lines they're Rolex or Apple now for me yeah. they, every year McLaren and, and Ferrari throws a new car every yeah. year there's sometimes a new car sometimes more than, more yeah. than one mm. car yeah. of, of yeah. that model yes uh, a spec 
Uh, gold. Carbon fiber. Yeah. Like, okay, here's, a, here's a slightly different <laughs> variant yes. on the car that uh, you thought you want, was brand new. Yeah. Let's take more money out of you. Yeah. Like the Countach, for example, was, I think, uh, for the Countach, uh, uh, sort of true fans was a slap in the face. It was a bit upsetting, yeah. But uh, I, don't, I think they don't care. They just want to make a lot of cash. So I have to ask and they them, did. In mm. that, with that in mind, so you've obviously photographed some of the most iconic cars in the gallery that we've got here with just a, not even a percentage of your work. You've got a 512 Testarossa, you've got beautiful 993 Carrera RSs, you've got the Bertoni car that you mentioned, all fantastic, iconic, classic cars. First question is, are there any modern cars, so recent manufacturer, recent releases that you've looked at and thought, wow, that's genuinely a stunningly beautiful car that you can imagine shooting with? And my follow-up question is, what do you drive? Oh, yeah. Great question. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the first one. Yes, of course there is no cars that you're like, wow, I, mm. I want to shoot with that car. Don't get me wrong. I, I saw, when I, the first time I saw the Pagani BC, I was like, they're white at BC. I was like, yeah. man, this is like a clockwork. This is like Swiss-made Swiss yeah, yeah. car watches. This is insane what Horacio is doing. Crazy. And when I saw uh, Mark's Philips Gambala, I mm. said, yeah. what a fantastic car. Because he kept that same sort of line out yeah. of the old school car. And I appreciate that when the car manufacturers do that, they keep the, that sort of history of it. Mm -hmm. you know, like Porsche. Porsche hasn't done, doesn't change their <laughs> designs since the 1930s, man. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they don't need to. It yeah, exactly. It does frustrate me, to. though, because I just think, oh, you know, you could do yeah. so much. But maybe yeah. that's the wonder, the beauty about it. But, but look, yeah. look, at the, recently they, they released all, the, all, all those projects they had tucked away. Yeah. yeah. And the people are blow, going crazy. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to copy them and make their own type of cars now because it's a lot easier to make cars these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, new designs are gorgeous. I, the reason, I guess, I don't take them as, I don't respect them as much is because there are too many. Of course. Made. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Back then, try to find, seriously, try to find even Kuntaches these days. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Well, the regular one, okay. An LP400, good luck, my friend. Yeah, yeah. The original one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which this, is the best one. Exactly. Before we got into exactly. big garish wings and exactly. flared arches. It's such things. a beautiful car. Yeah, so and I'm delighted to shot two of them. It was fantastic. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. So I have a couple of quite important questions. Oh, before you. the, but, the but important before question. Then, we need, the we need second, to establish yeah. what you're the driving. Second. Yes. Yeah. So the second question, which is uh, a lot of people ask me, of course, I'm a car fanatic, but not as wealthy as, you know, to buy, obviously, like a gorgeous, you know, crazy thing that I really love. But I do drive something very cool. It's a Mayor's Max. I don't know if you ever heard of the Max. No. So John Philip, by the way, owns the company too. He rebuilt this company. It was made uh, by Bruce Mayer, and he created this, it's a done, it's like a beach buggy. And it was okay. big in LA. It was huge because Steve McQueen made it so cool. And okay. the Rose Crown Affair movie. Ah. That's where you're going to see this guy. The amazing buggies. And it's the perfect car for a summer, you know, for a summer trip or a beach. So it's the perfect car for me. I think beach. I know the one you're talking about. They're actually. fantastic. A fiber, carbon, not a carbon fiber, a fiberglass bodies. They have a BW engines. Quite round tubs. Yes. Yeah. They have the two yeah. little, like, they're so comical, yeah. but beautiful at the same time. <laughs> they're cute. They're amazing. Yeah. So I have a pink one, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I was going to say, cool. it's a hot yeah. color, right? Yeah. You've got it in pink. Yeah. Of course you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, do. Yes. that makes sense. Miami gave me that color. Colors. You know, 
Southside yeah, Beach is full of color. Yeah. Pinks, blues, and seafoam. I mean, uh, yeah, you name yeah. it. Pastels is like mm. uh, their thing there. So, so obviously, I, I convinced Phil of you. I need one of these cars. <laughs> <laughs> I will do so much content for you. I'll be slave <laughs> with every day, and and I'm so happy because obviously the car is finally getting delivered. Mm. Because uh, I, I had another one, but this one is finally getting delivered. It is. I can't wait because I'm gonna become even more recognized in South Beach for this thing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put like six women in the back of this car <laughs> if I can. Obviously, if I don't get stopped by the cops. And, and John Marcar's legs. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's can't Let's forget those. Yeah. So look, two, two important questions. Yeah. We, we've mentioned Miami, and I want to address this in a moment. In a moment, I'm going to come to you and ask for it a typical day in your life okay. in Miami, because I think it'll be fascinating for our sure. listeners. But because I know we're into the podcast depth at the moment, a lot of the people that listen to our podcast, they listen because they're fascinated with Amy and the things that she does, and they stop us frequently. She's amazing, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course she's 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 you will literally make me blush. I'm a massive No, no, no. It's <laughs> amazing. We're constantly, we're constantly aware of Amy's wonder. And, and we are endlessly being stopped by young people that want to get into mm. the industry either as a photographer, a creator, mm. a designer, doing what we do, whatever it might be. So it would be completely remiss of me not to say to you, for the young people listening, that those kind of 12-year-olds to 18-year-olds to 21-year-olds that are not quite sure how to get in, how to get started, what advice do you have for people that want to be in the industry, either as a photographer or someone around art and photography? What's the best thing they can be doing? Yeah, so uh, I guess there there were two questions. One about um, the, the two questions. The, the one you just mentioned, and then the other one was about my everyday yeah day, day in the life. life. Yeah. So I'll answer first the uh, everyday, day, and then we go into the other one. The, the everyday life is meeting collectors, meeting people, and meeting their garages. I should create a YouTube channel and you, you know you and, really and do should. some stories. Yeah. A lot of people have mentioned it, but I just. I don't know. You've got a lot I need a crew, yeah. you know. Yeah. I need a crew. Yeah. I don't, and I'm such a like. I'm, I have like ADD, man. I'm like always like, you know, like, uh, you know. I'm. I can't really. You could be our Miami correspondent. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Maybe uh, we can talk about it. But um, my everyday life is that is I'm always looking into books. I love books. Mm -hmm. That's why I make photography books, books or photography. Okay. Yes, mainly. Uh, of course, I have architectural car designs and that kind of stuff. Because I love to learn. I love to, to keep learning, even though I'm good at what I do. It's still, you're going to still learn. So my, I guess my biggest advice for someone who wants to get into car photography, any type of photography, really, is start with books. Okay. Find you, you, I won't say your style, because you find your style while you sh keep shooting and keep shooting and keep shooting and keep shooting years of shooting. It doesn't happen in one year. Happens in ten, or probably twenty, or probably fifty. All the fashion photographers, the biggest names, shot for fifty years. Really, technically, you have a Helmut Newton, yes, because he, he, he actually lived a long life. But you don't heard of all the names that they were like him, that they were even better than him, because they died very young, and they were not that you know successful, but they were incredible. Same with car books and that kind of stuff. There's amazing books out there. That shows you the history of the book, and once you have, once you learn history of a car, then you start thinking in a different way of how to shoot them or how to treat them. Instead of just oh, hot car, boom, you know, you really start appreciating. So when you have, it's going to like a museum, same thing. So I encourage people to books and museums because that's how you start appreciating art and different forms of composition and things they do. 
So books tells you all that, photography and car books, because you can see other people's perspective on angles, shadows, and light, how to work with metals, or how they shot a wheel, or, how, or the most simple things. And then after all that, I think then you go to the, the next step is start shooting nonstop. Even if your ideas are whack, <laughs> like me putting women on top, which I don't recommend <laughs> it at all. Yeah. Don't start there. Please. <laughs> uh, keep just, just, you know, who cares if people tell you that's stupid or there's so many like you, all that mm, bullshit. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. There's so many cars. Yeah. And yet they sell them. So just yeah. going off on a tangent from that, when people cause people say the same as me, they're like, "Oh, either your your work is they don't like my work for whatever reason, or oh, you know, you you remind me of this people." And, and sometimes that's a it's a compliment, but sometimes I'm like, "Well, hang on a second, that that kind of hurts a bit." But I try not to let it get to me. Sure. Who are your inspirations, and how do you deal with the negative comments? That's two questions in one. I'm, Very good. I think Very good questions. Uh, the first one, um, inspiration comes uh, from like from other photographers. Yeah, uh, fashion photography was my obviously the main inspiration is fashion photography not mm -hmm. car photography because I love to tell a story mm -hmm. with cars a narrative I want I love when a, my images tell you a full movie not just a photo tells you something more mm -hmm. you know when you see that photo you think of something that you yeah of course if you see a beautiful shot of a car uh, I don't know, a beautiful angle of uh, one of your shots I'm sure people love it and it's a beautiful shot but what I wanted to do is how can I tell a story, a full movie or a 10-minute movie, a narrative out of a, one image? How can it, is that a possible, is that achievable? Yes. And if you see the books of fashion photographers, in the, my favorite era was the 70s. The 70s because freedom of expression was at his peak. It was the renaissance of freedom of expression. Now freedom of expression is completely destroyed, especially in America. Um, because they dare to, to do something weird and extravagant and risque at the time. That's why Helmut became so famous, because he was just nuts. He would put women next to garbage bins and call it beautiful. And it was printed in Vogue, for God's sake. <laughs> my, some of my favorite ones, my favorite, favorite photographer is called Guy Bourdin. He's a French photographer who utilizes colors like I do. A lot of people see the references mm. in fashion. They call me the new Guy Boudin, which I think is dumb because he was way ahead out of his time and <laughs> way better than me. But I always use a lot of his inspiration because he played with women in a completely different way in fashion. He, he played with the fainted women, women who broke the angle and there was bleeding on the street. Or uh, One of my favorite shots, who was a campaign for Christian Dior in 1972. You have to see this. It's a woman in a car and a, literally a Sicario or some hitman came, blazed with, gun, with bullets and she's bleeding and like laying down next to the broken glass and that's a campaign back in 1970s for Christian Dior. It was I the mean, most ridiculous thing wow. I've seen, how they got away with it, and it was cool at that time. Jeez. You try to make that now, oh, you, I mean, you'll be sued even yeah. for the idea. Yeah. Well, no models were killed during right. the <laughs> There you go. Or, so, or injured. Yeah. Yeah. Never, by the way, yes, that's a great point. And then, uh, so the inspiration comes a lot from Gibraltar because the, the utilization of colors. He also shot a lot of cars, not rare cars unfortunately <laughs> I don't think he had access to what I got or what you have I mean, he was probably probably he will be now probably be pissed off at that but um, uh, the second thing is 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 technically how do I deal with the negative yeah. of it I don't care 
I let I let them. I never delete them. Mm-hmm. When it comes to IG, I let them say they're garbage. I never report them. Who cares? You can say whatever you want. So I confident enough. If I was an insecure man, then yes, probably I'll be like, hey, what do you say that? Or go in and try to get him in trouble. Who cares? They report my images so much. That's why my biggest blessing was cars when I found cars in fashion because nudity is mainly the main source of getting popular in, in, mm. uh, in fashion photography in a way. If you're not famous, I'm saying. If you're famous, you can do whatever you want. And it's cool. You can put a woman doing anything. It's cool. But mainly the mainly the, the photographers were doing just nudity because it was a it's a artistic thing to do. Women's mind is beautiful, you know? So for me I discover cars and the, I get more likes when they're fully clothed and with no clothes. So for me it was exceptional. And nudity for me became a thing of the past. I don't even think about that anymore. And it was great for me. It worked for me really well because I don't I don't have to be a creep, you know, <laughs> or anything. <laughs> and and so negativity for me, I, I welcome it. Hey, listen, it's a free country, my my friend. You unfollow me. You don't have to watch my. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to like my pictures. Oh, uh, if I offended you, yeah. and if I offended you, well, too bad. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you get offended by other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if we're gonna start getting offended by anything, then I don't know. You you're the one with the problem, not me. Correct. I have the next big thing for you. Okay, we've we've established the the beautiful forms of ladies and so on. The next big thing I'm reliably informed is kittens. <laughs> so maybe kittens legs safer to put on the car slightly oh, different man. vibe i actually thought of something over kittens really uh, yeah you're gonna love this i didn't do it because uh my girlfriend at the time she was like that's animal cruelty you're crazy <laughs> oh yeah no don't do that <laughs> i wanted to do a photo of a woman with a beautiful dress very expensive dress next to a beautiful car obviously and i wanted to have a cat you know walking in front of her that's fine, right? There's yeah, no that's problem. Fine. It's fine. The cat will never do that. Cats are selfish creatures. They're not <laughs> like dogs. They're not going to walk. So I said, you know what? I told another friend of mine, a sister of mine, I said, you know what? Throw the cat in the air. And cats, oh. do, cats do this thing. <laughs> you know? But imagine this shot. But no, oh, man. Yeah. So, somebody who has already done that, Salvador Dali, in that photograph, he's got... A, yes, you're he's, right. He's got a... I'm sure there's a cat that's in the air. There's a bucket yeah, of water yeah, that's floating. You're right, you're right. He, yeah, I don't know if he did that in one shot with I'm some sure help he did. friends. He didn't or, care, I'm sure. Yeah. No, and it's a fantastic shot. I mean, you could, alternatively, if you wanted a cat walking along, you could always get, like, a stuffed cat. If there is somebody who's just... Yeah. Good one, yeah. their bat, and and just, you've mentioned photos. But the, shop, problem, as, you know. but the problem is that it, the reality of it will mm. is that will make it more shocking. Obviously, mm. I can't do that. I'm not gonna do it. I, yeah. FYI, I'm not doing it. And don't steal the idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 the cat, I just imagine it. You know, waving yeah. the air and the flash, and the, you see the eyes with the flash. I mean, you know, it would be just fantastic. And you see the models of your <laughs> the random cat in the air. Well, have you oh, seen? Uh, there's an artist called Eves Klein. Eve Klein. Eve Klein, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's done a, yeah. He did a series called Leap Into the Void. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yes. He photographs himself leaping off a tall building. Oh, mm. my goodness. He set up cameras to capture his fall. Yeah. And he, he broke most of the bones in his body during the fall. And yet it's a stylized, are you familiar with it? It's yeah, a yeah. stylized fall. Mm-hmm. So you see he's, he's kind of, he's doing this pose Very that he good. holds for the entirety of the fall. Yeah. And the reason why it is such a powerful picture is because you know he really did yeah, yeah. hurt himself. Uh, yeah. well, if you knew you were going to jump from a height, surely you would 
stop yourself from being hurt at the bottom. His argument was that wasn't art because there, exactly. be, there would be no yeah. risk. Right. And it was the Jeopardy. Okay. It was catching fear. Right. Okay, yeah. But he wouldn't do it with a cat or someone How else. Tall was he did it with himself. Or whatever yeah. it was. It was like it was, it was high enough to break his bones, yeah. Yeah, not I mean, kill him, wow. but really hurt him. Yeah. But it produced some staggering photography. I mean, yeah. amazing. Amazing pictures. And that's, and that's why I go to see, uh, to, uh, I guess, in, in a way. Sure, uh, it's um, wild ideas, I, I welcome them, but obviously you can't these days do that. I mean, he, because he was using himself, and who cares? I mean, I respect him a lot because he probably broke all his bones and yet he made something amazing. I think that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't... Imagine, you should play with your life. Been just out of focus. Oh, yeah. 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 gonna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like Amy's warrior. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I, I forgot I to press oh, my, you know, the, the card or the, the battery. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine, Honestly. and you have the only one chance to shoot that car. Yeah. Or a pigeon yeah. just flew in it's front of out. it. Oh, yeah. Man. So no. you know what? Sometimes the pigeon can work. Actually, it's, it's, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I don't know if you, you ever have a part of that. You take a photograph, and then something that you cannot plan, such as a, a bird flying in front of the, sure. the shot, and you're like, "Yeah, really glad mm. I got that." Or sometimes you take it, and yeah, you like. Damn it, I focus on that completely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, you know, a lot of, some of the, I won't say some of the, but there's a few photos that I love because I, I, I will tell the story in, in what it represents because I, there was some pictures that I, I had literally five minutes with a car. Wow. What can I do in five minutes with a car? Mm -hmm. The car was like, you know, you have this. I mean, like, you will never see this car ever again. Like, you have five minutes. And I guess the reason I became fast at shooting, and I now I see it so clearly in my mind, like I became such a fast shooter was because of car photography and fashion. I had this magazine, like I told you. I had a, afterwards another magazine called Toast for Boys, who was a men's magazine. And celebrities didn't give me much time. Mm. If I wanted to shoot, I don't know. I shot some celebrities, you know, like I, they will give me just, yo, you got 10 minutes. Can yeah. you do a cover in 10 minutes? I say yes. Obviously, I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? <laughs> you know. Yeah. You say yes and figure it out. Later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like that. I was yeah. very you, you eager. You throw in some charm and 10 yeah. minutes becomes 20. And then before you know. I was it, like, boom. no problem. No problem. They were like, oh, are you sure? Yeah, no problem. No problem. I'm like, okay, I had to figure it out. Yeah. No matter what. Because think about it, Amy. And you're going to agree with this. The minute tomorrow someone comes to you and says, Amy, I love your photography. My car is in the show. But I'm going to take it right now. And it's... um. How can I put it? Let me see if I know you taste in cars. <laughs> but let's say it's... Go um, old. Yeah. Let's say it's... Uh, I think there's a car that you would love called Lamborghini Bravo. You ever heard of this? Yes. Yes. If they tell you, hey, uh, you only have five minutes with it, trust me, you're going to find... Yeah. Uh, you make it work. The angle. <laughs> yes, you it. would. And you're going to be so proud of those images because you know how... Nobody knows. Why, yeah, the, it's, the struggle of it, you know. It's uh, the same. You you have certain shoots where you 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 get told that you've got a certain amount of time, and then even that gets cut short. Like one of the biggest shoots I've done was with um, uh, Charles Leclerc and um, and Sebastian Vettel, and I had forty minutes to shoot the two of them for Ferrari with with a car, and it was, yeah, was going to be crazy. a cover shot, and yeah, we had, had them both individually together, and you just you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that'll be fine, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> Let's just see what I can get, and it's the harsh, the light was harsh. It was like middle yeah, of the day, and you sure. just think I'll just do what I can. But then sometimes the the more you think about something, the 
almost not the worse it gets, but you you overthink it. You yeah, don't just go with what correct. your instinct of what you know you're you're good at taking pictures is the the obvious thing that you end up doing. You think, well, maybe I'd try this way or this way, and it, you overthink it, and so like, which which like is a great. You got to jump in, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is a, a, another another great, another great you know, when they ask you, oh, you know, what's your words of advice? I think that one too. Don't overthink stuff. Yeah. Just oh, do sure. it because there's gonna be one time in your life that you're not gonna have the time. Yeah. Or the right lights, or the right model, or the right whatever it is. Sure, no. of course not. In fact, I grew up in Miami, which is the sun is the harshest sun you're gonna encounter mm -hmm. in your life. I don't know if you ever shot in Miami. I have, yeah, and super super light. And and you know, at 12 noon, the light is just is the most disgusting, and it's so hot. You know, I sweat so much during these cars, man. And the women with beautiful dresses, they're drenching and sweat. That's another thing, I guess, we even talk about how hard it is. This Because some of these shots are both in California or of Miami. I wish I could go, because I'm always looking for beautiful locations. I was scouting in London, too, because I have beautiful shoots the next week in London, too. Um, gorgeous cars, I can mention it later. Uh, and, and okay, where, where can I, you know, where can I put it? And a lot of times, unfortunately, yes, post-production is where it's going to help you a lot. Because I don't have, like, a team to put, mm. you know, shield the sun and this and that. I don't have time for that, man. You know, like, like, when a lot of people think I have, like, a full Bruce Weber production, dude, I, 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 I don't. I only have, like, one person with me that's it. It's crazy. When I... When I had to put girls on top of cars, yeah, I have like five people helping with that. <laughs> but not, not when it comes to like not touching the car. Dude, I'm very quick. It's done. I mean, a lot of your pictures look like they have been shot in bright sunlight. London may not be sunny and there's a good chance it won't be. Like <laughs> well, next week. Yeah. 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 Slipping about said I brought the sun. It's been two days here. It's been sunny. So <laughs> hopefully we'll continue being that, especially tomorrow yeah. with yeah. a bulldog. But yes. uh, if it's not, which I, I've done many shots with, it's not sunny at all, I still try to make it summer somehow. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. Listen, we, we've had an hour of your time and I really oh, appreciate it. Let's close with a bit of fun. Okay. Of course, yeah. I'm going to give you a, a, a figurative million pounds <laughs> and you can buy up to three cars. You can have just one car or you can buy up to three. Wait, a million pounds is enough for three of these days? Well, you tell me. You tell me. Oof, How are you spending your so money? So what's that in US dollars? We're looking at about... $1.3 million. Yeah. No, no, I know the, the conversion is more... Cars these days, both vintage and new, are just mm. everything's so expensive. My yeah, God, but but anyhow, uh, fair expensive. question, fair question, because a million pounds now, I guess it's a lot of money. It takes a lot, a lot of, of money, money. Yeah. of course, and it, uh, I, I guess also it's not as hard anymore to achieve. <laughs> My mm. God, some people are achieving in two seconds in crypto. So, um, let's say if I have a million pounds, what car would I buy? That's a great question because only one is too hard. Yeah, yeah. No, That's why I'm hard. allowing you to split it. You can hard. you can buy three cheaper cars or just one. I think uh, I will get um, I'll get three cars. Let's do the three car. Yeah. Let's get a Mustang, cool. uh, Cobra three fifty mm -hmm. GT. So that's a that's a big one. I saw one box. here. In well London. done. That's a, that's a solid one out of the box. Mm -hmm. I'm like I saw that. one in here in London. John, you're doing the maths. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that one is uh, can run you. 200, 300K yeah. or so, yeah. I believe. Let's call it days. 250 for, yeah. for easy math. <laughs> That's why I'm going like easy, you know, because uh, who knows? Uh, I think <laughs> I also spend it on the Countach. 
Okay. Uh, not the LP 400, those are yeah. 3 million over. But the regular, uh, I won't say regular either. Let's go with the cheaper version, which yeah. I don't like. The, the cheapest is the anniversary, which is oh, horrible because Chrysler mm. took over by the time. But let's go for the LP uh, 5000S. They're not, I mean, they're still going to run you around 350 through 400K. 400, yeah. Because unfortunately now they're going up in price. So you've spent 650, you've got about yeah. 350. So uh, even though uh, I don't recommend that car, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's horrible for to drive, but it's so cool. Yeah. To just keep it in your living room. <laughs> just look and stare at it. A pink color. <laughs> um, and then I guess the third, uh, I guess we, what, we have like 200, 300K. You got, yeah. got 350,000. All right, 350. I had to go with a modern car because not mm -hmm. all it can be vintage, unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, that's the problem. Uh, I think um, I'm going to go with the Z8 BMW. Okay. It's a 200K. You yeah. can get it for less, like maybe 250 or less, maybe 200. Valpina, though. Do you know, last week we, we were admiring we it, we? in an yeah. auction house at, at the Goodwood Revival a an bonums. Alpina mm -hmm. BMW Z8. Because it has better wheels. Uh, yeah. uh, although a lot of friends of mine got the BMW regular because the BMW, the Z8 regular, has better horsepower than the Alpina. That's right. And it's stick shift, obviously. But uh, the Alpina has better wheels. They always do. <laughs> it was the one to go for. It was the more luxurious choice when it was new. And if you, would, if you could stretch to afford the Alpina, then that was the ultimate... Showing. But it's I so thought it was, difficult. I thought man. it was much older than it was as well. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really a mid eighties cool. car. No, 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 man. Because it's got that cool style. Two thousand, uh, yeah, two thousand three. A few, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's such a car fun to drive. I drove it in LA, and wow, I fell in love with it. And the, the, the style is so beautiful too. But yeah. the people forget about that car. I think you passed Pretty the test. Very much. <laughs> yeah. I tried. You know, it's so hard. My God, even with the million pounds, I can go for a few less cars. But oh my God, it's just so hard for me to think about cars. My, my, all my car photos are going to. Let's see. Like the shows <laughs> when you like pull them, then you have to like let's see which one. You'll be sat at dinner later, going, "No, why didn't I say that?" <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's so hard. It's yeah. so hard. Cards are just who doesn't love cars? Guys, I think we found our Myri co correspondent, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, guys, please. It was a true honor and pleasure. Thank you. Finally, Thank I get you. to meet Amy. She's not only, uh, it's a great photographer. I, I, I love her stuff. Oh, uh, she's amazing. <laughs> We've got it on she's record, Amy. Sweet, sweet <laughs> person. Your ring beautiful, too. You're a sweet, beautiful person. <laughs> Stop <I mean>. it. <laughs> Amy, yeah. for the benefit of the listeners, Amy is now very red. <laughs> Yeah, which, which is rare. <laughs> it's very rare. Amy's smiling and going red. That's yeah. a combo. Oh, let's wow. move on. Let's let's close Love it. Now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, thank, but you. thank you. No, thank, thank you, you guys. so much. It's been thank a pleasure. You. My last request is: will you will you show me these? Yeah, let's of course. Let's go see, see them. See. Please, yeah. let's go see them. Let's do it. Okay. Well, there we go. Thank you so much for listening, and so much for getting to this point of the podcast. Because if you have got to this point of the podcast, well, congratulations. You've now hit the list. You're in the list of my favorite people in the world and uh, you can you can find me on social media and say i'm on the list and i will i will verify that with a tick how's that thank you so much for listening now as i said at the beginning there are some parish notes that i wanted to offer to you uh, the main one is regarding our youtube channel hooray now we don't often go on about our youtube channel because well frankly we are so busy doing audio outputs that finding the time to do video stuff as well as all the other audio stuff and the business stuff and all the other bits and pieces that keeps this wonderful little brand going we're quite busy people but we have managed to get some stuff filmed hurrah so if you want to log on to our driven chat 
YouTube account, you will see a recent video that I put together. Now, this is a video featuring the Bentley Continental GTV8 that I drove from John O'Groats in Scotland down to Land's End on the longest day of the year, racing the sun from the point of sunrise in the morning to sunset in the evening. Quite a cool challenge. Or was it? Did we do it? There's only one way you're going to find out, and that's by going onto the YouTube channel and having a look at the video content there. There are a couple of new videos there, but that is the latest one, one for you to look at. And of course, on YouTube, you will also find our entire back catalogue of Driven Chat podcasts. It is just the audio files. We do occasionally get really lovely comments on those videos of the audio files of the podcast from people going, hey, hang on a minute, why, why has this only got a couple of hundred views? Like, the, Surely this podcast should be getting tens of thousands of listens. It does. And thank you to all those lovely people. The vast majority of people do listen via our podcast platform. So things like Acast and Apple and Spotify and Deezer and Amazon and Google and blah, 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 blah. All of those. That's where we are getting tens of thousands of listeners per episode. And we are really, really grateful that you are listening. But the audio files do go up on YouTube as well because we know that there are a handful of people that really like to listen to the podcasts on YouTube. Perhaps if you're open to a cheeky secret tab at work and it's on in the background with your headphones on. If you're one of those people, you're my favourite. Now... Thank you so much for listening. That basically concludes the Paris Notes. That, as well as the usual invitation for you to get in contact with the show, you can do so via email, podcast at drivenchat.com. We are building up to another episode where we do listeners' letters. We love doing these, and we've already got a small pile that's come in. If you'd like to add to that pile with a story, with a question, just with something that you want us to talk about or discuss or mention or say on the Driven Chat podcast, then put it down in words in an email, podcast at drivenchat.com. Send it over to us and we will be delighted to read it. And also, just as a fun side note, that goes straight to my phone. So if you want me to see something, send an email to that and I will see it, even if it's just hi, and I'll say hi back. Obviously, if 125,000 of you suddenly email me hi, then it might take me a while to get back to all of you. But, you know, the invitation is there. Have a go. Last but not least, if you're one of the lovely people that considers leaving reviews, and if you are enjoying this podcast, we love getting nice reviews. It helps us hugely. The algorithm machine that none of us really truly understand does like seeing comments come in. So if you're able to leave us some feedback, that would be amazing. If you're able to knock us a few stars, let's say five, that would be amazing as well. I know it's a bit crass asking for nice reviews, but it's one of these things we have to do. Bear in mind, we do this content for absolutely free. We don't charge, we don't ask for money, we don't do Patreon or anything like that. We put this content out currently for free. So anything you can do to help us will be uh, massively, massively appreciated. And of course, without you guys listening, there'd be no point. We'd just be rambling at each other about nonsense, which we do anyway. For now, I'll let you go. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we have more from Sleeping With Art Monday mornings podcast. So that's a week today with a Sleeping With Art podcast special. Thank you so much for listening. I shall speak to you with the rest of the team again next week. The Driven Chat podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
oh wow, you've made it to the end. The very end. And it's John Markar here again, reminding you that this podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now run its course and has come to an end. To find the new format, search the Driven podcast in your preferred podcast app or head on over to the website driven.site to find some quick and easy links through to the new episodes in the new formats on your preferred apps. Thanks. Bye.